It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Anthony Alex from the Angry Mailman podcast, and you're listening to another fine show from the from page to screen media empire hey guys this is ace marrero from the movie madison county hi this is david lg hughes writer director of the film hall bowl suites i love the pace and the fastness and i love the fact that you just roll with it hi i'm eric england the director of contracted hi i'm david amano the writer director of Deviation. my name is nathan whitehead and i wrote the music for beyond skyline Hello, Stuart. Just a quick hello from Sarah Douglas. Hi, this is Ben Lloyd Holmes from the film The Expedition. This is Dominic Burns, the director of Allies. Hey, Stuart. Page the screen. Dot-com up in my boundaries. Snake, get up to my motorcycle, running and tracking up with my fucking snake, genius. With Dom, eating pizza and pussy. I'm Neil Johnson, I directed Rogue Warrior and The Time War, and I crucified Adolf Hitler. The From Page to Screen screen. Hey. Hey. How's it going? I think it's it's going okay, as long as you can hear me. (laughs) I can. Man, it has been so long, not only since you and I have chatted, but since I use Skype. And so I signed in with my Fout Studios account, which isn't connected to yours. I, I still have the old account where you're standing up against the yellow wall. Oh, and, wow. But you have to go through. It's like, oh, let us show you this and that. And you have to skip each thing that you don't care about in Skype because I haven't opened it in the latest version of the app. It's crazy. So how are you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> man. Little, uh, don't type anything in the chat window because my chat window's just disappeared because it's a new version of Skype and I don't know where it's right. gone. So, you know, everything's okay. <laughs> now, no, I think it was, in fact, I, I don't, I know exactly when it was. It was the 21st of December, 2017 when we last spoke on, yeah, on, crazy? on, on audio. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I that's I didn't know. I thought it was maybe six months ago. Well, I guess that would be not too far off. But no. yeah, I don't know why I thought it was still warm and uh, not cold or whatever. Yeah. You know? So so generally, there's like there's a couple of ways to do it because you know. So what what right. have you, what have you watched since we last recorded, John? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me pull out the uh, list, which yeah. is actually a scroll by now, right? I've got about 130 <laughs> films on mine, so this may be a very right. lengthy podcast. No, so I thought you know we'll, we'll, we'll kind of skip that one. What you've watched <laughs> since right. the last? What have you been up to? Oh gosh, man! Um, work mainly, um, and. As far as creativity goes, uh, you know, I continue to do some writing here and there. I'm trying to become more focused and um, actually place some time aside every day. Michelle is learning some new skills on the computer, so I figured that was probably a good time to learn it. Michelle and I still work at, for the same company, which is good, so we get to commute every day. Yep. Um, I, we bought a new car for her. She's uh, just under five feet tall, and um, so anyway, we got her a Mini Cooper. So she says it is her size. No, so so. She's driving around all Italian job type. That's, you know. <laughs> that's it. Well, the other night we were flipping through Netflix and uh, looking for something to watch, and I said, oh, "I'm surprised you don't want to watch the Italian job." And she actually said, "Why?" And I said, "Because now you have a Mini Cooper. Come on." So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but it is—it's fun to drive, man. It's a six-speed and. Um, you know, it's kind of like a little go-kart compared to the my car, which is uh, Avalon. And um, so, yeah, you go from something rather large uh, to something a bit smaller. But this thing has plenty of pep, and, yeah, it's a sport model. So, But anyway, um, yeah, I was trying to think of anything else. Uh, you know, the summer is about to come to an end for uh, the kids. They'll be going back to school, and we only have two left that are in school. So... And then other than that, man, Marvel movies, been keeping up with all those. Yep. <laughs> so you, you'd mentioned that you'd been doing some writing and what, uh, screenplay yeah. writing or, or book writing or what? what you know, type? I guess 
in a way it could it could go either way. Um, I'm writing the stories more for uh, like to be turned into a script. They were originally when like years ago, everything I wrote was eventually going to be turned into a script. Um, and so there's a lot of uh, unfinished stories that just need a little more fleshing out. And then I just need to convert them into script format. And so, yeah, and a lot, most of them are uh, kind of superhero um in that superhero genre, if you will, even if they don't wear capes and spandex, it's still very much, um, kind of a superhero tales and stuff. And, um, and they all kind of take uh, place in the same universe. I'm not trying to do, uh, what M night has done, which I think is pretty cool with glass being the sequel to both unbreakable and split. But, um, you know, it would be kind of nice to have that kind of Kevin Smith universe where everything could kind of connect if I wanted it to. The Foutsiverse. There you go. That's, that's, yeah, yep. <laughs> that'll <thing>. work. <laughs> it <laughs> is. <laughs> that'll be a new hashtag trending tomorrow. <laughs> so here's one for you. Obviously, any film you do would be a John Fouts film, but if you had to right. sort of say somebody says, right, this thing you these things you're writing, what sort mm-hmm. of f- uh, style would they be in? So, what filmmaker would you think? Do you know what? That's the kind of thing that I would. You know, um, I've always admired uh, Tony Scott. Granted, Ridley Scott was one of those directors who's you know Blade Runner and Alien kind of and of course George Lucas doing Star Wars and those were sort of things that really scarred me for life as a kid at, as far as making me uh, kind of inspire me to want to make movies and entertain people so but I've always liked the way Tony Scott shot stuff and you know it's um whether it's the you know that strange pool that reflects on the ceiling wherever it is and there's actually no pool or whether it's just the fact that he decides that you know this needs to slow down well we didn't overcrank the cameras i don't care you know what yeah. i mean that's that's kind of that's always i've always admired that style so i think but the, yeah I, so, I think the film, so a lot of action oh go ahead i think the film world does lack new tony scott films i think it does miss i love the style of tony scott yeah, Every, yeah. Even though I'm not a massive fan of the film Domino, when I originally right. saw it, I keep going back and rewatching that thing. Just if, yeah. it, if it was any other director that made it, I'd be like, you know what, not a fan. But because it's Tony yeah. Scott, I will keep going back and rewatching all his films. It's amazing. You know how, like, when Spielberg comes out with a movie, it has to be stellar, or we're just like, we can't believe it's not great. But yet an independent filmmaker can make a movie and we admire the fact that he actually or she actually finished the movie. And but we graded on a curve. It's like, wow, that was really great for an independent film. And um, but it's funny how Tony kind of garners that same grading on a curve, you know, and it's not meant to belittle his filmmaking. It's just a matter of it's so cool, even though it's unorthodox, it's still very acceptable and and very admirable. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is your uh, is, is the least favorite Tony Scott film? I'm going to go in with The Fan, which I still quite yeah. like, but that's probably my least favorite one that I've not seen as many times. You know, I may have to agree with you because um, I can't remember the last time I saw that, and you actually reminded me of its existence. I did. So, yeah, I mean, it's um, he did so many, like, I, I guess. I don't know, man. The last Boy Scout was really good. I liked the way that was shot and the pacing. But then again, I grew up in the 80s. So that was, you know, you and I grew up with things uh, with a different pacing than what we have today. So, um, but yeah, that was good. And your uh, your favorite Tony Scott film? I'm going to go with Beverly Hills Cop 2. (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely, I love that film. I love the the music score, the the casting, the humor, everything. That's my... (laughs) It, it just edges out Days of Thunder. Yeah, you know, um, wow, man, a Days of Thunder, that's another one that I probably just need to watch again. I tried watching it twice in the movie theater, and it was in high school, and I wound up making out with my the girl that I took both times. So um, I, I don't, I'm sure I've seen the whole thing, but probably Man on Fire is my favorite oh, Tony Scott movie. I can't believe I forgot that one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we are uh, on the podcast in, well, we we're going to do it last week, but we ran out of time and the podcast right. didn't record anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered if we didn't oh. do it. But we we're going to do our top five Denzel Washington movies, and Man on Fire yeah. is my number one Denzel yeah. Washington movie. So 
You know. Yeah. Have you seen the Equalizer too? No, no. Yeah, it comes out here on the seventeenth of August. So. Oh, so I never you. know if we're going to get it before or after you guys. Yeah, it's only Marvel movies we get before you. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why we get them before yeah. you because you make them. And well, we go, you would you know, think, but yeah. James, James Bond, we also get first, but I understand that because it's right because a British film. But right, Marvel right. makes no no sense. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, it's the same thing with video games. In this day and age, I don't understand why it's not released all at the same time. And the same thing, I mean, I guess it's cool to have red carpet premieres and have the big name star show up at some local whatever uh, venue um, for the big movies. But on the other hand, why not just for the sake of everyone doing movie reviews, why not just have it start on the same night around the globe? And granted, I know there's, you know, everybody's night is, is different around that 24 hour period, but yeah, I mean, just kind of kick it off on the same day. And then, you know, all the reviews are there versus, I don't know. I mean, like there's such a, a issue with spoilers even before the movie comes out at all, someone has seen it. Someone's leaked footage. Someone grabbed a copy of the script. And I don't like spoilers. So it's tough for me to try to avoid all this stuff, especially with the comic book movies. And um, we have a group of guys and girls here at uh, work. They're part of the IT team. And they are nerds. And we're all nerds, If you know, by, by what all we like. You've seen pictures of my office. Yep. And um, so, but they will tell me what to avoid. It's like, don't go to this one website don't do a search for x because that will spoil you and yeah so it's it's nice to have that kind of buffer zone i had the same thing last week with mission impossible fallout which i knew i was going to watch and i have seen it right now. and it was like well i can't listen to any of my movie podcasts for ooh, seven <laughs> days until i've seen this right. film because they'll ruin it <laughs> right <laughs> so it's very good film by the way so oh that's awesome michelle and i um we're planning on going tonight and I'm not sure if we will or not. It's uh, normally Thursday nights are date night. And, but she's had some big projects uh, at work that have kept her very busy. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll still catch it. I, it's, today was – and uh, anyway, I, I won't elaborate too much. But anyway, today was kind of full of meetings in the morning. And then this one project, this one promo got bumped up by a week. And the editors who had been working on it were either gone, uh, you know, they one had a family emergency, and then the other two were on vacation. So I had to jump in there and finish editing this thing. So that was why I was so late. And I apologize, because I know it's it's like 930 uh, over there, right? Uh, yes, nearly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so. Do you, uh, but yeah, it's just been a crazy busy day. Do you want me to make you feel old? little bit i made me feel sure. old as well uh, escape, yeah. escape from los angeles was released 20, yeah. 22 years ago today apparently <laughs> wow i went to see that in the cinema on my own i was an adult and everything right 22 years <laughs> wow that's funny man i don't know i i don't i can't remember the last time i saw escape from la escape from new york we watch periodically it's just one of those campy fun movies so it is great yeah. Hey, so have you seen Atomic Blonde yet? I watched that this afternoon. I've seen that like six hours ago. <laughs> it was. What'd you I, think? Oh, God, I love that film. I, I'm, it's yeah. one of those films. I am enjoying it more as the hours pass since I've seen it. Yeah. So it was, and, I, can't make, I can't remember what made me think today, because I had a day off work today, and I thought, I want right. to watch something. And for some reason, Atomic Blonde jumped to it. I didn't see a trailer for it or anything like that, but I thought, right, I need to. Right. I think I was thinking about John Wick too yeah it is kind of like the female john wick and um the the music was amazing so much so i've now got the soundtrack on my itunes (laughs) i was was playing it before you you skyped in and my god that music wants me to go downstairs and rewatch the film again tonight (laughs) so what what did you think i thought it was great and you know i'd seen the promo and thought it looked kind of lame because i'm not i I don't mind stylized violence, but ultraviolence too often doesn't have a storyline, you know? And, um, you know, you don't have the gun foo as uh, John Wick puts it, right? Yep. Um, and so, you know, the promo was just her getting pissed off at somebody in the car and beating them with her uh, high heeled shoe, and <laughs> then just more and more kicking and punching and throwing people through windows. So I had zero interest in watching it. I 
just figured it wouldn't be for me. And then I don't know, maybe it was a month ago, somewhere in there, I took a day off from work to look after a couple of things and just decided I was going to watch that in the afternoon. And it was awesome. It and was. just like you, I, as soon as I finished watching the movie, I bought the soundtrack. <laughs> and uh, so, <laughs> in fact, Michelle and I were listening to it on the way home yesterday. It took me about 15 <laughs> minutes to sort of settle into the film, I think. Yeah. I, I put it on and I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I've seen this sort of film before. It's all very right. Mission Impossible <laughs> born. Right. You know, yeah. And then by the end of the film, I'm like, that was amazing. Please do another yeah. one. You know, that type yeah. of thing. <laughs> the, the, uh, the big fight in the stairwell with yeah. Charlize Theron, which seemed yeah. to go on for like an hour. <laughs> it probably didn't, but it felt that way. That was amazing. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sure well, that was all one shot. I can't remember if it was, yeah. but I remember thinking, have they actually cut to anything else? Because I don't think they have. So I need to go back and check that. Yeah, because I mean, sometimes you can, you know, hide, uh, you know, like a cut with a whip pan. Mm. But it was that, I think the fact that people actually got hurt, their faces actually would swell up. And, um, you know, it's, uh, they, and I'm sorry, Michelle is actually walking out towards the car. So you'll hear a little commotion and the car will crank up. Uh, and then we'll we'll cruise on down the road, but um, but yeah, it was uh, really cool and kind of reminded me of um, Daredevil from Netflix because you remember there was that fight. Uh, I think it's season two on the stairwell, but because they all, I mean, like you could have multiple stuntmen all dressed up like Daredevil. So one guy gets punched out off screen, another one jumps on right. And, uh, but this one really seemed like uh, Theron was taking you know taking it all and kept on going. So. Really good film. So much so I've uh, put it to one side, and I'm going to make an yeah. I'm going to make an watch it because I think she'll love it. She'll probably yeah. enjoy it more because of the soundtrack. Yeah, because the songs were amazing in that. So. Yeah, because yeah. those are very uh, like if that's probably most of those songs are on Michelle's favorite list, yeah. music wise. So yeah, I told her the same thing. She needs to watch it, and um, yeah. So what? So what else are you watching? TV, movies. Well, I've well, I'll go through some of the very recent stuff. I watched Mission Impossible Fallout, which was very, very good, a lot of fun. Yeah. Tom, Tom Cruise is they, they need to check that guy's brain out because he's not quite there, is he? Just some of the no. stuff he does. He's he's yeah. like fifty six. <laughs> Chill out, Tom. Just right. You know. Well, and he doesn't age. I, I don't know if that's a Scientology thing or there's just some odd voodoo going on. Well, there was there's a thing on um, I think it was Twitter the other week. You you remember the film Cocoon? Yeah, the old guy Wilford Brimley. Right. One. Tom Cruise is older now in Mission Impossible than Wilford Brimley was when he did Cocoon. No way. True story. How's that wow. make sense? That makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. Well, you know, somebody was pointing out that um, Luke, uh, Mark Hamill, was as old as Ben Kenobi in the original Star Wars movie, and he certainly looks younger. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just everybody's eating healthier and not chain smoking. Yep, Exactly. So yeah. what else? I watched an interesting documentary this afternoon called the the coolest guy movie ever. You familiar yeah. with that one? No, was it? It's uh, kind of it's a, it's a one hour documentary. So it's not. I don't know whether it's classed as feature length or not. If it's an hour, yeah, maybe it's sort of in between or whatever. But it yeah. is. It's about a guy who goes to Bavaria and he revisits all the locations where they shot the Great Escape. Yeah. And it, there's a, he uses photographs to work out exactly where the fence was, where Steve McQueen jumped over, exactly where um, James Coburn stole the bike. Yeah. And there's a lot of archival interviews and stuff with the original cast members. Oh, that is cool. Got a nice bit of music going on at your side. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the mini just saying you need to buckle up. That so. works. Hi, Michelle. There you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, if I had you on speaker, I, I would. You could say hello to her, and she would be able to hear you. Oh, you could. <laughs> re- you could just sort of wave. I'm saying hi. So yeah, um, Stuart is is waving at you and saying hello. I am. <laughs> Got it. She says hello right back at you. So yeah, the coolest guy movie ever, which I enjoyed. So that, that's yeah. my viewing for today. So it started off with Atomic Blonde, right, and then ended up with a Great Escape documentary. So right. It's not uh, not too bad. And the rest of that stuff I've done today, I've just done a bit of housework. and yeah, yeah. It's one day off, so I'm back in work tomorrow. So it's, I thought I'd watch a couple of films, do a podcast, find out what you've been up to in right. the past nine months. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Time flies. Uh, you know how it is. It's 
I think when um, we were doing nothing uh, other than podcast and making other entertainment, uh, you know, things, then it was, uh, I think we could keep track of time better. But when you have to go to a day job, it just, uh, weeks just blur. Yeah, it's, I'm finding it not as difficult as I originally did cramming everything in, but it's still right. a case of I do the day job, I get home, I have some food, I do a couple of hours on the from page to screen side of things, and, right. then, I, and then I go to sleep and I get up and I do it all again. So right. very, very rarely am I sitting around for days going, oh, I have nothing to do, I'm bored. <laughs> yep, you're right. So I was at a, another Comic Con in Manchester a couple of weeks ago. I was a chaperone to some cast and crew from a film, which was fun. I've never been a chaperone before. Yeah. So that was interesting. And the, a couple of days before that, I was doing another Q and A panel for the same film in the cinema. So that was quite uh, that was interesting. Yeah. And then in about three weeks' time, I am doing the the usual sci-fi whales. Spending a whole day hosting Q&A panels. Yeah. So, so far I'm going to be hanging out with a couple of people from Doctor Strange. Um, there's a Red Dwarf panel. I will be hanging around with Virginia Hay, who's doing... Oh, one. that is awesome. She, well, I'm doing a one-to-one panel with her. Yeah, she, a, is, she is such a sweet lady. She's great. Well, this will be the third time I've met her, so officially we'll be best friends then. Cause it's, yeah, nice. So Does she good. give you free candles? No, not yet. I'm going to try for the free <laughs> candles this time. <laughs> see how we do right <laughs> and then a Star Wars panel and then there's another unnamed panel which uh, they've not announced yet but I'll right. I'll private DM the tweet so that's kind of cool you'll get a kick out of yeah. that yeah but uh, nice. yeah. so I'm going to spend all day just talking about whatever comes out of my mouth so <laughs> well I like Always your cavalier fun. style and the fact that you don't believe in cue cards or you know index cards you just no. go ahead and go with the flow which I think is a lot more personable and you tend to ask the better questions it doesn't feel staged you know I'm still waiting for that inevitable day and the law of averages say it will happen when I just make an absolute tit to myself right. I get something so horribly wrong that an audience just they kill me but I'm doing okay because this will be some 27th panel the first yeah. one that I've hosted so by the time I finish that one day I'll have done over 30 Q&A panels which isn't too bad in four years yeah it's not bad going and uh, I am seeing Neil Johnson he is coming over to the UK in a few weeks so I'll, yeah. be, I'll be hanging around with him so I'll probably record some podcasts with him in the That'd be room, cool. Find out what he's up to and stuff. Uh, yeah, I finally got my hands on a copy of Rogue. Uh, was it Rogue, Rogue? War- Rogue Warrior? Yeah. yeah, I always get uh, the that uh, confused with the other, the Star Wars movie, right? <laughs> yeah, so. I did. It took me. It did take me quite a while to get used to it. With the whole, you know, Rogue Warrior, robot fighter. It would right. be Rogue Fighter, robot warrior, Rogue Rogue yeah. Warrior. Uh, I always got it mixed up, but it's Star Wars that messed the whole thing up. But I yeah, it was. Eventually got the correct title and stuff. So yeah, but I finally got a copy of that. It took me a while because they were out on. Um, Amazon and Walmart, and I, you know me, I'm a Blu-ray snob, so I was wanting to get it on Blu-ray, and I finally found it on DVD, and I went ahead and ordered it. So, oh, I and I have yet to watch it. It's actually in the Xbox One, waiting on me to hit play. I was going to say, yeah. What did you think of it? At least yeah. it's not just me. I end up picking films up on day one, and then like month one, I've still not right. watched it. It's that well, day it's- job getting in the way again. Uh, it is, and I forget what movie uh, Michelle found on the uh, the shelf that was still in its shrink wrap, and it was one of her favorite movies. And anyway, and yeah, I just I forgot that we had it, and then you know we're looking for something to watch, and there it is, so in mint condition. So nice. I, <laughs> I always get nervous when people send me films to review because usually like two days after they're like, "Have you watched it yet?" Like, no, right? Because I'm late and. <laughs> And it's not that I don't want to watch the film, it's just I don't have the time to watch it. So right. I, I think that's probably the main hindrance with having a day job. Yeah. Um, but obviously the upside is each month you get money, which is quite That's nice. right. <laughs> that is kind of a mantra at times. I get paid every two weeks. so <laughs> And I don't have to chase it down. I mean, it's deposited into my bank account. So 
uh, that's nice as well. Cause I, I've had great clients and I've had some clients that you're like, Oh no, the check's in the mail. No, it's not. Uh, you need to go ahead and pay me via PayPal. Cause I don't trust you. So oh, I, don't have pay- <laughs> I don't have PayPal. Well, set it up. Oh, I don't know how to. Yeah. I'll chase this one for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to, you know, it's always under some, you know, strange name or whatever. So you can't really bust them on not having one, no. you know? So, no, so have you all. seen um, Infinity War? No, I have not. No, I haven't seen Infinity War. And then when you were talking about Daredevil, I'm like, I've, yeah. not, I've not seen that either. All right. <laughs> <laughs> At least there were no spoilers. Okay, Daredevil fights. Oh, okay, no. that's not a spoiler. Yeah, uh, but Inf- um, Infinity War, we were going to go and watch. But yeah. to, be, to be honest, the only Marvel movie that I've actually seen on the big screen has been, uh, well, Doctor Strange and the second Guardians of the Galaxy. Everything yeah. else, I'm quite happy to wait until yeah it comes out in Blu-ray, especially with uh, Infinity War being you know one half of two of a film, really, isn't it? Right. So yeah, I'm, it is. Fine. Yep. I'll, just, I'll just wait for it, and then I've got less time to find out what happens. So <laughs> that's my logic on that one. Yeah, not not bad logic at all. I've seen it three times. We saw it two times in the movie theater, and then I uh, bought a digital copy as soon as it was available, and. Um, I enjoyed it as much the third time as the previous two times. It's just a really well-made movie, so you'll like it whenever you see it. Yep. Did you watch Solo? I did, we never did. It I was one of those things oh. where I was planning on uh, you know Michelle and I going, and then it stopped showing at the theater because I'm used to Star Wars hanging out for at least three to four weeks at a single theater, and um, they kept it for about a week and then let it go. So I, I, I've heard great things about it from people who like Star Wars, but then you know some negative things for the you know the people that are just kind of burnt out on Star Wars, which I I can't comprehend. No, not at all. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I've done since we last spoke. Probably quite a lot. Yeah, I, I've got my short films being shot in the next few months or whatever i'm just waiting oh for yeah the camera equipment is being brought over from the states uh, right by a wonderfully long-haired filmmaker that i know he is uh, <laughs> he's bringing it all over and he's going to show me how to use it nice. so i'm using a large chunk of the budget that i raised to kickstarter to actually yeah buy the camera equipment because then i can film whatever yeah um, so that that makes sense rather than just renting camera equipment right it's, it's kind of daft so yeah. i've got three scripts all ready to go so that's yeah. pretty good. It started off as one and then became three. So yeah, that that works. Um, I'm still. So working. are you gonna put them all together? Are you gonna tie them together and do like a, uh, you know, kind of um, oh, what is it? Enough. And I don't even know what your your uh, short film's about, other than it stars a little girl who tries to stab you as you sit on the sofa with her. Right? <laughs> that was <laughs> well, that picture was taken in the pub where I'd met, oh, really? I'd met with a mum and her to basically. <laughs> pitched this idea right. of what the film would be and then I had uh, copied a script to go through and all that sort right. of stuff and I thought well can we just do a couple of publicity shots so we did yeah. one and the, one of the shots she just sat there a big smile on her face and then I had right. her this, this knife that we'd just eaten her dinner with and I went right put, put that to my throat and then she just snapped into the shot that you've just seen so that, that's where that right. picture was taken but uh, she's it's basically her at the beginning of her career as a serial killer right so that's and the first one is obviously the first time we see her becoming what she will then turn into as an adult type thing um and during that meeting with her she she showed an interest in shooting in a certain location that she's never ever shot in so i went well leave with me i'll write something and we'll put you in that location and that's the second one and then the, the third one ties the whole trilogy up. They'll all be right. shot within three, four days. So they're all... Yeah. It's, I, I quite like shooting with a budget in mind or a lack of budget and a lack right. of time. Right. Um, I think it would scare me if somebody said, just write whatever you want. Cause, right. You know, and a helicopter fleet flew over. That would not be... <laughs> right. But, you know, it's so many things that you can do these days. And we're looking up um, for a couple of projects at work. We were looking at stock video and they also have stock footage of things shot on green screen. So we were kind of, I mean, trying to figure out how we could make a butterfly do the specific thing without having to create it and do a 3d model and, 
and all that stuff and then use a live plate for the background and um so anyway and then it turns out they have all those too whatever you need someone has has done it and it's on one of you know the stock uh video websites nice yeah so it's it's just amazing these days we um did you ever see a movie called the sound of thunder did not no uh, you can skip it. It was really, really oh. bad. I think it came out right before Jurassic Park, and they didn't have the Jurassic Park budget. And so we, when the movie started, I've been wanting to see this thing for a while. So Michelle said, well, let's you know check it out. It's on HBO or whatever. And, um, and the whole thing starts, and it's a time travel thing, right? So the opening scene, um, this group of time travelers, it's like a safari, but they take them um, back in time versus to the jungles, right? And um, so they uh, there's this big allosaurus starting to walk towards them, and it looks so bad. They it probably would have been better if they had done stop action, but the CG was just really really bad. And Michelle asked if this was a video game movie, and I was like, no, it just looks bad. But I mean, even um, Xbox One and PS4 or whatever the latest stuff is looks light years better than this. But and then the story had plot holes anyway there were just a lot of issues and i try not to judge a movie until it's over and maybe things will make sense but even at the end of the movie i just shook my head so yeah i'm telling people that even though i was looking forward to it it's based on a ray bradbury short uh film a uh, short story so i was just expecting too much i guess you know <laughs> and then sometimes you have those short stories and they expand them out to feature length and that's where a lot of the issues lie it's like uh, how can we waste time and but at least makes sense. Come on, it's time travel. Get your facts straight, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was about to write that title down, but then you went skip it. So I just put the pen down. I'm like, <laughs> hey, so what do you say? Th- what do you think about the new um, Terminator that's going to be coming out? That James Cameron is pinned and oh, shooting and <laughs> James Cameron is he just doing one or is he doing seventeen of these things? Because it's like, I I don't know. I think eventually he's going to tie the Terminator universe to the Avatar universe. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm making that up, of course. But, yeah, it's um, – I understand he's going to make, what, another five Avatar movies? Oh, is he going to make any? I got a press release through, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's – it's uh, he's gone underwater again. And he's gone – Really? Um, and I've got the screener coming through in a couple of days or whatever because they said, oh, we'll send you one out. And I'm like, I'm sure it's good, but it's like, just make a film. Forgot. Yeah. It's been like, what, eight years since Avatar? Yeah, or longer. I mean, Battle Angel's coming out. He's not doing that anymore. He's producing it. And so now it's right. Robert Rodriguez that's doing it. It's like, right. Cameron, what are you doing? I'm getting fed up with the Avatar thing. Yeah. I like yeah. the original one. I think it's a tech demo. It's very, very clever. And it was great. And yeah. A gorgeous looking film. The storyline had all been done before, so I didn't really care about that. And yeah. not, not once did I think, I hope they do a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it takes so long for the people to fly from Earth to Pandora. <laughs> and so, you know, and then I, I'm sure that the their phone system's not all that, that speedy either. Nope. And so, you know, I, I thought it, it kind of landed on a, uh, you know, it ended on a good note. And everybody was happy. You know, it's kind of a Star Wars Episode Four kind of ending, you know, Wookiees and droids making happy sounds and all that. But... Um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do because to me, it was still an honorable kind of battle, but what's going to happen next? Man's going to show up with even more deadly stuff. And then the Avatarians or whatever they were called, the Pandorans, um, what are they going to fight with, man? You're going to get a bigger stick. That's not going to work. So I remember um, like two years ago, it was, oh, we've delayed it again. And somebody right. said, why has it been delayed? He said, I just want to get the script right. Right, and it's like yeah. I'm not the best writer in the world. But if somebody yeah. said, "Right, you've got this is your only job now, just write a script." In yeah. eight, eight years, I would be able to write Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> you got eight years. You could write perfection, even if you're not the best writer in the world. And he's yeah. a, he's a very good writer. So why is it taking yeah. eight years to get a script right? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> but I think you you said it earlier. He gets distracted. It's like the deep dives, and then he's you know, focused on that. <laughs> I think he just needs to do what Robert Redford does and just go, do you know what? I'm just going to retire because I'm, yeah. not, I'm not putting anything out anyway. At least Redford is, but James yeah. Cameron, Redford is putting out more content probably when yeah. he's retired than James Cameron is when he's not. 
Yeah. Well, and two, when you have as much money as James Cameron, I'm sure the checks continue to hit his mailbox every week. And, um, you know, I mean, it's what's the incentive? It's not like the starving filmmaker that's like, yes, or, or the very impassioned filmmaker, you know, that does have a budget, but um, and is making pretty good money, but just can't wait to stay busy and create. But, um, yeah, Cameron's had a good run. We'll see what happens. I think he's just a little bit nervous. He's never going to do anything better than Piranha, Piranha 2. <laughs> Piranha 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's probably a little concerned. He's like, I'm going to beat that. Right. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's a high bar, man. High it bar. is. It is indeed. <laughs> so are you going to go see the Meg? Oh, God, no. The Megalodon or whatever, no. you know? No, not at all. I, I feel really bad about putting money in the pocket of Jason Statham, to be honest. Um, I, I did it for the Fast and the Furious yeah. movies, and that's pretty much... Yeah. I don't know. I, it'll yeah. be interesting to see what the Meg does money-wise when it comes out. Is it going to be another, yeah. this film looks amazing, but then makes about as much as Snakes on a Plane didn't? <laughs> right. So, what about yourself? Are you going to go and watch Jason Statham via Big Shark? Uh, probably not. I think, uh, the new Mission Impossible movie is, um, you know, it kind of, that's the, the next movie we'll probably go see. Although once Michelle found out that Jason Statham was in the mag, she was like, oh, maybe we need to go see that. So. Oh, is she a fan of the Statham? <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> I don't mind it, but it's like, it just doesn't feel big box office sort of. No. Well, know. you've seen, you've seen the cast, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, it, as Michelle was saying, there's just, you know, pretty much no recognizable faces or names. And then there's Jason Statham. So, yeah. So the, the star of that is going to be the shark, really, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And there's nothing that we can't create via digital technology. So, sure, it will look great. And I guess at some point you just don't care about story, right? It's a huge mega shark. And, um, you know. <laughs> So how much plot do you need? You just need to battle this thing. And I, I can't imagine that... Um, oh, I'm sorry, Michelle's pointing out robotic lawnmowers is the uh, one of the vans. We have, you know, I guess you guys have the vans with, that are wrapped in graphics over yes. in England. Yeah. yeah. So just one more way to get your product known. But yeah, as much as I hate mowing the lawn, um, and the kids usually do it, which is awesome, but... Yeah, I'm sure they would like for me to invest in a robot lawnmower. Have they never seen Maximum Overdrive by Stephen King? <laughs> no. They've heard some of the soundtrack, that ACDC mm-hmm. soundtrack, but they have not seen that movie. And it seems like I, I saw that, maybe it was on HBO or somewhere. You know, I just saw the, the, you know, the picture that it was on there. And, yeah, we have yet to go back and, and watch it. But, yeah, I mean, it seemed like that was decently fun. It was, but, you know, yeah. ro- robotic lawnmowers, not a good idea. <laughs> Children will be getting mangled and poodles will be getting minced. <laughs> It'll be like dead alive, right? It will. Except without, without the uh, kung fu preacher or the old naked lady, right? Yep. As long as Old we still naked get a, zombie lady. As long as we still got a zombie monkey, we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we'll do quite good. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me think about all those movies that came out in the 60s and they all had the same gorilla suit, right? And, and including the one where it was the gorilla with the fishbowl on its head. You know, was it Ape from Space or something? I don't know. It's, yep. But, you know, back then they really didn't show the, the monster that often. You know, they kind of tease it, right? They build it up and then um, eventually they, you'd get around to it and you were either impressed or disappointed. Yeah. Nowadays, everybody would just be instantly disappointed, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course, so. I don't know. There's still some people applauding those uh, zippers on the back of Ewoks. So I guess there's there's a certain crowd that, you know, maybe they're the furry crowd. I don't know. Whatever you call those guys. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> Probably right. Yeah. I, did, I did watch, and I didn't see a zipper on the back of this one, but I did watch <laughs> Kong Skull Island, which I thought was okay. <laughs> It was all right. I mean, it's, you know, Kong is like, what, five times larger? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was fine. I, I didn't think it had the storyline that uh, the um, Peter Jackson King Kong movie did. No, not um, Yeah, that was, 
I, I, and then again, I thought that was really too long, but yet I still enjoyed it. I don't feel a need to rewatch Kong Skull Island again. So I, I've seen it once. I'm good. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I've passed the Blu-ray on to Bob. I'm like, here you go. Just add that to the pile of films you never watch. Right. So right. I have uh, I have my friend Bob as a co-host on the movie show. We we sort of we do the, the shows on Sunday nights now. Yeah. Um, usually they record. Last week's didn't. I did a two-hour show. Didn't record. It's like I was. Yeah. Really, I was so happy. <laughs> oh, because I put the wrong setting on my recorded thing. So I bought a new PC. Right. Um, and the amount of times he doesn't watch a film. So what have you watched since the last episode, Bob? Uh, nothing. Okay, this is all me then. <laughs> yeah, we, um, let's see here. What did we finish up? We finished watching, um, we watched uh, Luke Cage, that whole series. And then we finished up The Strain. And that was good. I don't know if you watched that. But, um, Michelle, what else have we watched? In the past year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're watching Handmaid's Tale now. Have you seen that? It's on no, Hulu? I haven't seen it, but Annette watches it. She loves it. She's not yeah. watched that much. I think she's seen the first episode of season two, but she yep. binged through season one. So she's a big Yeah. You know, we're about the same spot then, because Michelle watched through season two, and then... Oh, Michelle said not all of it, but close. But she thought that I would like it, and sure enough, I have really enjoyed it. I, I had this misconception. It was kind of like, what was that um, M. Night movie, The Village? Yeah. So, you know, at the end, it's like, oh, guess what? It's modern day. But I didn't understand that this wasn't, like, back in Quaker Village of the, you know, because I'd just seen the promos. I didn't really get it. And uh, But when it's... Uh, you know, kind of in the future. It's a dystopian future, and they have really like classic songs that really work well in the thing. And uh, top flight production, needless to say, Hulu has the money to pour into it. But, um, but yeah, it was funny. I think it was two nights ago, and I turned it on. And you know, when you binge watch something, it's hard to know exactly where you are. And then when the screen popped up and said season two, episode one, I was kind of impressed that I made it through the first season. Nice. I've just restarted The Wire. Yeah. Where I finished. Jake would one. applaud you. He would. I have finished season <laughs> one, and yeah. I've just started what I always remember as being the really slow crap season that was terrible until you'd finished watching it, and then he actually realised it was quite good. Uh, season <laughs> season two. So I'm gonna struggle through that one. I think I'm probably gonna enjoy it more than I did when I first watched it. But uh, yeah, I thought I'll give The Wire a go, and I am. Um, watching Ray Donovan if you've not seen that one no very That's, good uh, show leave, leave Schreiber or whatever his yes. name is yeah yes. he's very, a fixer or something isn't he he is you've got uh, <laughs> Elliot Gould in there James Woods yeah and, uh, Liv Schreiber so it's very good sort of yeah. quality it's, it's set in LA so you could easily just imagine Bosch walking along in the background oh uh, yeah, so yeah. seems to be set in the same you know, yeah. type of thing is that. But uh, hey, so what did you think of um, the late latest season of Bosch? I haven't seen the latest season because I put on. I think this was back in April where I put Amazon on. I'm like, oh, Bosch season four, fantastic! Yeah. I'll start yeah. watching. Hang on a minute, I didn't watch season three, <laughs> so I had to binge watch season three. So I've seen three. Right. I enjoy, enjoyed three. Thought three was okay, but not as good as one yeah. or two. And yeah. so I do need to go four back is- and watch four. Four is really good. Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Nice. Good. Yeah. So that that's next, I think. Once I finish the season of The Wire and Ray yeah. Donovan, which thankfully they're only about 10 or 11 episodes each, then I'll right. probably jump in and catch up on Bosch and catch up on that thing. So there's just yeah. not enough time to watch the TV shows and the films we need to watch, is there? No, it's really not. I mean, we try to have... You know, like family movie night every Friday. Sometimes we'll catch another movie, and then um, some evenings, you know, Michelle and I watch a movie. Sometimes we're just, you know, going through TV shows. But yeah, it's um, it's sad. Uh, sometimes it's you know only an hour and a half movie, but yet I'll fall asleep or Michelle will fall asleep, and so it becomes a mini series. You know, <laughs> I quite like doing that. Though. I'll watch a film in three chunks. <laughs> it becomes like yeah. a series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's good to have those little recaps, like, you know, whichever one of us fell asleep, then it's up to us the following night to kind of 
rewinds until we actually recognize what's going on. So, what were you adding, Michelle? Lost in space. Oh yeah, we watched Lost in Space. I don't Any know go- if you saw that. No, I the last Lost in Space I saw had Matt LeBlanc in it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, and it's I don't know why they have. Um, so many movies that could be pretty good to have a really weak uh, actor, child actor. Um, so this one, I have, all the kids are really believable in the characters that they're playing. Uh, Mr. Smith is Ms. Smith, and that's kind of cool. And um, so anyway, it's a different take on it. The robot, uh, the origin of the robot is a little bit different. But, yeah, it was really good. We were watching that every Friday night, and sometimes we'd watch, you know, two or three episodes of it. it, They'd always leave with a cliffhanger. And then the whole thing, I think it's only ten episodes long, but we really enjoyed that. We were watching that with Kate. I think it seems seems to be just too many things popping up on Netflix at the minute. Not so many films. Yeah. Just all these exclusive, here's a full season. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Need to find time. I'm up to date on Stranger Things. I'm quite happy about that. Yeah. What did you think of season two? Uh, I enjoyed it, but I think I'm onto the formula that Netflix have, where they have ten episodes. The first eight yeah. episodes, nothing really happens. And then the last <laughs> two episodes are amazing. So then right. you go away with this great feeling that you've just watched an amazing season. Orange yeah. is the New Black, the previous season of that was the same, where you go, nothing's happened. Oh, my God, it's all kicked off now. Right. And then it would finish, <laughs> and then you think overall that the entire season has been good. So right. I right. think this is well, Netflix formula. Right. Well, it's kind of like the uh, movie Gorilla, where um, the... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Michelle's having to take a phone call. But anyway, this is this is probably one of the more unique podcasts that you record, isn't it? It is. Fouts on the commute home, right? Yes, definitely. Yep. <laughs> but hey, um, you are on your way, right? Oh, uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, she's no problem. All right. <laughs> she's 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 checking on her boss. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's almost like a reality show. Except that's exactly you know. this exactly. <laughs> pretty much every podcast I've ever done has been a reality show. Some better, some worse. Yeah, it's too bad we don't have um, you know little cameras set up in here, and then it would still be just as it would it would not enhance anything. But you know, maybe someone would be like, "Hey, yeah, that's interesting." Two people drive down the road talking to some guy in England. What is happening? <laughs> Hey, man, so what's the latest with Brexit, or you don't want to talk about it? Oh, the Brexit. I don't think it's ever going to happen <laughs> between you and me. Yeah? Uh, we, we voted to leave. We're like, right, we're done now. We, we'd right. like to leave, please. Still well, even not- the Queen said, I'm, I'm for leaving, right? Yep. Everybody said, well, the majority went, we're done. We'd just like right. to leave because we're sick of it. And now yeah. they're, they're still arguing about what, what the deal will be if we leave. So it's yeah. been like two years or whatever it is. Just leave. So yeah. I, I think what, what will happen is I think somehow there'll be another vote and then yeah. everybody who vote leave will just go, do you know what? I can't be bothered with all this again. Let's just stick around. <laughs> so nothing's happening. The economy yeah. hasn't crashed. Yeah. So everything's exactly the same. It's just to keep banging on about it on the news. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, I heard, yeah. what was it, three months ago, the Queen said that if the United States would like to come back under her rule, then we're welcome to. <laughs> did, uh, did she say that? I, we, that? That wasn't reported over here. <laughs> yeah, it was. She, and um, she, she didn't elaborate, like, you know, you can do away with that uh, dreaded holiday, 4th of July, you know, and uh, just celebrate <laughs> Christmas and Thanksgiving, right? Well, <laughs> Maybe I not Thanksgiving. Am- Maybe that, that should be removed as well. I can imagine what President Trump said to that one. He probably was t- <laughs> tweeting up a storm. Probably. So I, I, uh, I reported Donald Trump to Twitter the other week. For, oh, uh, really? It was, the, it was the tweet when he was threatening to annihilate Iran. And I said, really? I copied a tweet and I, copied, I tagged him in on it, which is quite nice, yeah. uh, to Twitter support saying, I'm pretty sure that uh, trying to commit genocide is against your terms <laughs> and conditions. Can you please have this remo- this user removed? Right. And uh, she, he, you know, nothing happened. He didn't reply. So I was a little bit, little bit yeah. sad about that. Yeah. And I also reported, our, oh, I tweeted at our prime minister. 
Yeah. Because we there was a story going around that because of all this Brexit thing, the the, the country is apparently stockpiling food and gathering everything together for the Armageddon <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. So uh, I tweeted at our Prime Minister saying, if everybody's stockpiling everything, can you make sure they put the DVDs back in the cases? Because otherwise <laughs> they'll get scratched and they won't play. And right. she, didn't re- she didn't reply either, so I don't know. <laughs> I always thought I had a bit of influence on social media, but apparently not with Donald Trump or Theresa May. So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> no, you have to incorporate uh, some big chain store like Target or um, uh, who else? Like some well, big uh, restaurant chain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You include them, and then suddenly it's important. But yeah. I'll but do that's, that next time. <laughs> somebody was telling me that you know Trump was really the reason why Twitter hasn't fallen off the map yet. I still enjoy Twitter. I you know it's so easy to just send out a tweet, just a random thought, whatever, and you don't have to have a picture to go with it, like on Instagram. Although I do, you know, I enjoy photography, so I don't mind posting things on Instagram. But yeah, it's um, but yeah, somebody was saying that uh, Trump is to blame for Twitter still existing. But yeah, both Twitter and um, what is the other thing? Um, Facebook. Oh, no, it's a lesser one. Um, uh, Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That both of them are really. Yep. There's somebody with the racing car beside us, and. Um, didn't know if you could hear it. it sounded like a boat and um <laughs> but yeah the um they they were saying that you know those stocks had dropped so much and then of course facebook what was it like a week ago um their stocks were down super far what's it facebook yeah i guess it was facebook and of course then <coughs> excuse me and then apple is now a trillion dollar company so yeah, it's crazy, crazy times. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's pretty much I still use Twitter as much as I ever did. Instagram a little bit, Facebook not too much. Um, yeah, Google Plus. I can't remember the last time I used that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's. Um, I want to say there's one of my friends that still use Google Plus, and I have no idea why. But yeah, I don't check social media very often. And I probably should kind of check it more often just in case someone reaches out to me. But, yeah, it's I'd, I stay pretty busy. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Isn't it? So as long, yeah. as, it's, it's, as, long as it's good busy and not bad busy. Then, right, yeah. Then that's the main thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So what we'll have to do is just do one of these every however long. A bit like the way you've done this one. We just send a message going, <laughs> are you free? And if right. I am, we'll, we'll just do an impromptu uh, drive home type podcast. Right, right. And I hope that, you know, Apple phones have this noise canceling capability. So hopefully a lot of the noise is being canceled, yeah, other no, than the, the hot can, rod that was beside us. So. I, I mean, Vin Diesel, that's fine. I heard him, but it's okay. <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have actually been able to hear everything that you've said. So. Oh, awesome, man. Awesome. That works. So yeah. I think the, the first thing I do when I finish this is I'll be checking to make sure it's recorded. But everything has been set up perfectly, and it you looks know, like it has. And, you know, that's the cool thing. If we if nothing was recorded, we've still caught up with each other, which is nice. So. Yeah, exactly. This, uh, is the, so any, this is the 428th episode of the podcast as well. Really? Yep. Well, that is cool, man. <laughs> I've been doing this thing for years now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I forget where we left off with waxing cinematic. I think we we're maybe I don't know. We we're in the hundreds at least. And then um, the um, oh was it eighteen degrees below horizon podcast? I think we stopped at like eighteen. So yeah, yeah. but it's it's tough finding time, you know, because uh, Nicola stays very busy, Jake stays very busy, and um, so it's uh, you know. It's difficult to find, try to coordinate schedules, and then of course Jake now has four kids. I guess you keep up with him, and do, the yeah. twins are teething, so they really aren't getting a whole lot of sleep. Yeah, so he's not going to be sitting rewatching The Wire anytime soon. Is he? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's <laughs> tough. I still remember those days. I do not miss them at all. No, because uh, you know the the three o'clock feedings, and I don't know, just. You sleep for three hours and then you're woken up. So it is a bit like torture. Well, I um, when I, I did a podcast, well, two weeks ago I was off because Bob was on holiday. 
and I'd put a tweet out saying, no podcast this week because Bob's going on holiday. And Melange put a tweet out saying, oh, no, my favorite podcasters aren't recording. So <laughs> I, I, I know that when she listens to this one, she's going to get a kick out of us two talking together again. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. She tweeted out, um, maybe it was the same time, but um, she said something about, you know, I miss waxing cinematic, and which was very nice. She said that she missed 18 degrees below horizon. And at least somebody does. You know what I mean? I do. So it's, well, I do too. <laughs> well, yeah. I appreciate it. So two people on the planet are, you know, besides me, Jake, and Heather, because um, the last time Jake and I got together to podcast, and that was probably, I don't know, six months ago at least, and um, Heather said she felt like, you know, those stars had a line and everybody had come home. It was like homecoming. So. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing. I mean, everybody loves listening to them, but it, it is difficult, which you've touched upon, finding the time to sit and have mm-hmm. the conversations, then to do the post-production stuff, then to publicize it. So it, yeah. it does take a bit of time. And if you're, if you're good busy, then, right. you know, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. So especially if you've got a social life, which I don't, so I'm okay. I can, uh, I can use any social time to, uh, to just you know, run it through Levelator and stick a theme right. song on the beginning of it using Audacity and all that sort of stuff. So. Yeah, but Michelle and I, uh, I mean, like our commute is about an hour and 20 minutes each way. So we enjoy yeah. listening to music and, you know, and, and just being together. But, yeah, we don't have much of a social life. Sometimes on the weekends... Um, you know, some friend will say, hey, you know, let's get together. But for the most part, we're just kind of recuperating on the weekends, relaxing and or doing yard work or painting a uh, room and stuff. So anyway, hey, well, going back to your short film that's coming up, are you going to do a lot of behind the scenes photos? You're going to, you know, kind of document it. Is it going to be online? Um, well, you know, are you going to tweet out the behind the scenes stuff? I yeah I'm definitely going to shoot a lot of behind the scenes stuff because for me it's like I I am not shy at all about saying yep I've never made a proper movie in my entire life <laughs> the, the the interview things are easy just put a camera down and record a conversation that's fine right. the experience at Comic Con thing again was documentary style just film stuff and then do a yeah. that was fine so this is my first ever narrative type film it's been shot for not a lot of money not a lot of experience behind the the camera with yeah. filming but I, I know how to take photos and stuff so i think yeah. the, the story of it being made will probably be just as interesting as whatever you see on screen i think right <laughs> so my plan is to do a ton of behind the scenes stuff potentially even like a feature length documentary on yeah. what it was like to actually make the film right from the start right from screenwriting it because uh, Annette came up with the original storyline I wrote yeah. it all down turned it into a like a pitch then turned it into a script and so on so uh, yeah there's going to be a lot of behind the scenes stuff distribution wise I don't know yet I'm going to put the actual short film into festivals yeah which will it cost me a little bit but not too much because um, yeah. I think you know what if I'm going to do it I need to do it properly yeah so that was the whole I mean the, the crowdfunding thing itself finished I think it was July. It might have been June. I think. Uh-huh. So the money's in another bank account. So I don't touch it. Right. Uh, because I don't want to. I don't want to rush into it. So it's probably going to be end of October because I found a location that I want, and that's not free till October. So yeah. rather than go, oh well, I need to find one quicker. I'll right. Just, I'll do it patiently and try and do this whole thing properly. Yeah. No, that's uh, great. Too many I, times when you rush things and. You know, especially if you have a huge cast or, or whatever, sometimes you have to cut corners. And yeah, I tend to always regret that later, you know, whether it's in post or whether it's just, you know, I rewatch a movie years after it's made. Yeah, you know, I remember what it was like in my head when I wrote the script or whenever I read Dexter's script. And, you know, it's that's the unlimited budget of the mind, right? But still, you can get closer if you don't rush it. And, yeah, kind of take your time. So I'm looking forward to uh, watching the process. <laughs> yeah, I am. It, yeah. It'll be it'll be fun. It's an yeah. adventure, which has pretty much been everything that I've done. It's all you know. Yeah, it's a life of a movie geek. Yeah, so, but it's, it's cool when you can just kind of do it your way. And as you say, this is your know, your first foray into this kind of thing, and um, 
and so it'll be interesting to see what uh, shots you choose, the style of, uh, you know, whether it's on sticks, whether it's handheld, and how you edit it together. It's funny, I watched um, Unbreakable, I guess it was maybe two or three weeks ago, and um, I hadn't seen it in at least a decade or more. And I'd forgotten all those really, really, really long takes, and I thought it was great. But, um, you know, like on the train where he's trying to pick up the uh, the girl and then the the camera is just, you know, looking through the crack in between the seats and going back and forth. I mean, it was cool. Yep. But you don't get to see that anymore. Everybody is too fearful of uh, failure. And so they don't take chances. Oh, I'm going to try. I mean, I can't watch a film at the minute now without going, oh, I like that shot. I need to yeah. remember that. Even, <laughs> even watching Atomic Blonde. Today yeah. there was there was a certain shot in that, and it was a static shot, and I'm like, oh, I like that. I'll use that at some point in something else. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's kind of driving me up the wall a little bit because it's like, damn yeah. it, can I not just watch a film for the sake of watching a film? <laughs> but um, I am sort of leaning more towards the really slow camera movement rather than yeah. anything fast. Because certainly watching the Comic Con one where the camera's flying around like some kind of born identity right. or whatever, <laughs> I, I am leaning towards the more sort of slow gliding right. camera sort of feel but yeah. who knows I won't know more until I go around the yeah. location and I walk around and yeah. Yeah, decide then so. and be inspired yeah exactly but that's my plan but, uh, yeah but, but well, and hopefully should. hopefully once you finish this and you um, enter it into the film festivals and get some more laurels and stuff and then that would open the uh, you know the door for more funding for more projects I've got the next one already in my head so yeah yeah, which is a feature-length one about a woman that wakes up next to a dead body in a hotel room. That's yeah. it. It's nice. all set all set in a hotel room, one cast member other than a corpse. That's right. it. All shot, in re- all shot in real time, single right. take. Yep, that's mine. And that's that's one that I've had in my head since way before these short films. So that would be my next. And it could be shot really cheap. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's one location. So. Yeah. Uh, somebody did tweet at me because I'd mentioned it probably about a year ago I'd put a tweet out saying this is what I want to do and I said it would take like two days three days to shoot and they went you can't shoot a feature film in three days so I private messaged them and went don't ever tell me I can't do something because that will make me try to do it more Um, so it is doable because this this person who said you can't do it they don't know how much dialogue there is in it does not they don't know how many setups they were all like oh right it's punishing for your cast. Well, it's not because the person who's playing the main role would be told well in advance. This right. Is what, this is what it's going to be. If you're up for it, fine. If you're not, bye. Right. So, uh, yeah. Who's yeah. going to get to play the dead body? Well, at one point it was going to be me, but then yeah. I thought, you know what? I can't really move the camera um, <laughs> because I, I, actually, I actually do have somebody who is an actually he's a director who has said they're interested in shooting it. Right. So potentially I could play the body, but I I really like I, I want to hold the camera. I want to do that part. Yeah. Rather than just lie there and let somebody else shoot the thing that I've created. So right. who knows? But that's at least a year or two down the line. Yeah. We'll see how Mimi does first. Right. So, uh, but I'm gonna have to disappear in a second, John. Well, that's that's fine. Because you'll probably be near enough getting home. I would have thought now. Uh, you know, eventually. I, I sat eventually. out in the car for about 20 <laughs> minutes, and it's like, I don't know, 95 degrees. So it was oh. kind of a sauna, but, you know, now that we're going down the road, there, the AC is pumping, and uh, it's nice and cool. So, Well, what you need to do is get an Atomic Blonde soundtrack on full blast. There you go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely what you need to do. <laughs> and we probably will. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll be uh, going downstairs because Annette's got back in from work. Yeah, um, she's working on a late shift, and I will be uh, pitching Atomic Blonde. Yeah, to her, and uh, fingers crossed she might watch it tonight, but I don't think she will because it's like pushing on towards eleven o'clock. It is a little late to watch a two-hour film. <laughs> well, go and enjoy what's left of your evening, and it was great to catch up with you as always. And maybe we can just try to do this at least quarterly instead of uh, semi-annually. <laughs> Nine months since the last one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yep, but but no, definitely, and it is just a case of if you find out you're free, drop me a message, and if I'm free too, then we'll go for it, won't we? All right, sounds good, man. Yeah, as long as you don't mind the reality show of Michelle and I going down the road. 
you know what? I would rather that than not than not speak to you at all. <laughs> well, I appreciate so that. <laughs> it is fine. But uh, my uh, my best wishes and regards to Michelle and the family. Well, thank you, and same to you, and uh, Annette, and uh, all the all the ventures that you uh, have going on, man. Looking forward to hearing more about your uh, short film and all that. Definitely. Probably next time we podcast about it. Yeah, it's finished. So I know, right? it's <laughs> and <laughs> it's, let's take it one step further. And you've won awards with it. How's that? Yeah, I'll be like, did you not watch the Oscars? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's you know, it. hey, they have a short film category. So maybe you it's, need to slide it in there, you know? They do. <laughs> do you know what? I will submit it. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, it was great catching right. up with you. I don't want to keep you on... Uh, any longer than you you can be so i'll uh catch up with you soon definitely take care <laughs> right. always a pleasure john yeah <laughs> it's great catching up with you too man take care take care bye right. bye, bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.